In this week's episode, I share about my experience at the Dr. Joe Dispenza meditation retreat that, as many of you know, I just recently got back from. But whether you know anything about the retreat or not, I have no doubt that you will find this episode to be a fascinating one because it taps into just how fascinating we really are. Check it out. For starters, it is a seven-day meditation retreat. So right off the bat, unless you are someone who already meditates for long periods of time on a regular basis, getting into the swing of meditating for hours a day, every day, it's really an adjustment in and of itself. And one that I know for me required a continual willingness to get past my mind just over and over and over again, because These were not 15 or 20 minute meditations. These were in some cases, hours long meditations. They're actually, my wife and I developed a joke between us that, you know, Dr. Joe is constantly gaslighting us about how long the meditations are going to be because he doesn't want us, he didn't want to psych us out. And so he would just be like, all right, two songs. Can you, can you give me two songs? And then there would be two songs followed by two hours. And, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm kidding about the gaslighting part. You know, Dr. Joe has potentially become one of my favorite people on the entire planet after this week. But truly, Dr. Joe understands. And, you know, I think anybody who's gone through the retreat, uh, including myself, also understands the level of commitment required and the amount of willingness to your own transformation, to the continued transformation that's really required to get through some of the more challenging moments. And, you know, it can be deeply challenging to knowingly sign up for a four-hour meditation. And, We literally did that. The longest meditation that we sat through was four hours and 15 minutes. And that meditation started at four o'clock in the morning. So yes, there is a lot of intensity around learning to sit that still with yourself for that long. And of course, Dr. Joe really helps with that. He is super instrumental in creating an environment where that sort of thing could even occur. His teachings and just the way he creates space for transformation to occur in, it's very, very powerful. And in particular, the process that he takes us through involves the very specific use of breathing techniques. He teaches a couple of different super specific techniques along with the use of music that it turns out he actually assists a composer in creating just for these meditations, which to me is just so cool. And then the third piece is he uses his own voice. So it's a guided meditation, but he's manipulating his voice to facilitate us getting into a trance-like state 
where it becomes much easier to create change from both to the mind and body because we're able to kind of bypass the conscious mind and bypass the known self. But all to say there is some serious fortitude required to get beyond some of the more difficult moments. You know, the people that I was sitting nearest to at one of the 4 a.m. meditations, I opened my eyes at some point during the meditation, which theoretically that should not have been happening, but my back was hurting and I was just struggling to get past my mind because all I could think about was just how uncomfortable I was. And so I looked over to my right and I saw that those people had actually left. They left the room. And, you know, there's absolutely no shame in that. I think, you know, everybody has to go at their own pace and, and you know, do what's right for them. But I mention this to really just highlight the fact that you have to be so willing to really get past some shit <laughs> to get to the benefits, um, you know, including realizing that sometimes the win is just simply that you got through it, that you didn't quit even when your back is hurting, even when your mind will not shut up. And, you know, even when you see the people next to you leave and your brain starts convincing you that, well, if they left, I can probably leave too. But okay, enough about the challenges, because there's ultimately so much more than that and so many moments that absolutely made all of those challenges so very worth it. I mean, more than worth it. So let's talk a little bit about some of that really amazing stuff, including how I cleared out so much stored emotion and stuck energy that I didn't even realize I had inside of me. So a little known fact about the human body is that we have a tiny gland deep in the center of our brain called the pineal gland. The pineal gland is an access point for us to tune into higher dimensions of time and space, to really become transcendent beings. And with that, it gives us the capacity to move forward and backward in time with immense ease. So for me, throughout the seven days, I had many instances of moving backwards in time, actually far more than I had expected to, because I had sort of assumed that I'd just be connecting with my future self. However, one of my main takeaways from this retreat is really a enhanced understanding of time as a nonlinear thing. Time is not what we think of it to be when we're existing in 3D reality, the reality that we walk around in every day. When we access the quantum field or a five-dimensional reality, past, present, and future, they all exist simultaneously. And so to give you an example, I connected with a past self 
my 12 or maybe 13 year old self. And in doing so, it also connected me with a part of my future self. So I was in ballet class and it was a really good day. It was a really good class. I just was feeling incredibly empowered and I was executing every step with such ease and such grace. And I remembered exactly how it felt because it was more than remembering. I was experiencing it for a second time. I was actually experiencing that moment in my life again, feeling exactly how it felt. And all of that feeling, that energy, it flowed through me in the present moment. And in doing that, somehow, I don't really even know how, somehow it offered fuel to my future self, that empowerment, that true love of what I was doing, and that fiery feeling that I felt in my soul that was guiding me as I was creating, in that instance, ballet, in this instance, other things. But all of that came with me, past me, present me, and future me, to somehow result in the embodiment of those feelings, so much so that even now, more than a week later, I can still viscerally feel it. And it's because I am it now. I became that next version of me. I became my future self now. Okay, so a little bit more about the pineal gland because it was for sure a central focus throughout the week. The pineal gland is also relevant to the energetic purging that I mentioned experiencing because part of how we go about activating the pineal gland and I'm going to do the best that I can in describing this. We activate the pineal gland by sending energy from our lower bodies, beginning with our sex organs, and moving up from there to each what we call energy center. And we send that energy straight up to the pineal gland, which is in our brain. This is done through the directed breathing that I shared with you through where we place our attention on each energy center. And with the aid of some visualization of that energy actually being directed from one position in our body up to the, to the next, up to the next, up to the next. And as far as I can gather, through consistently sending that energy up and out, through the top of the head, it actually serves to clean out or purge any stuck energy. And when I say purge, I really mean purge, not just emotionally, but also physically. So to give you a sense, by day four, I had developed several ulcers inside of my mouth, something that is not at all typical for me. And as far as I can tell, can really only be attributed to what my body was clearing out. And then on the emotional side, I was able to observe in so many moments, emotion rising up in me that was not attached to any particular thought because I mainly 
wasn't really thinking. The emotion would just sort of come. It would just come in waves. And as it did, it was really just abundantly clear that all there was to do was to simply just allow it to come out of me. So allowing myself to cry in moments that I needed to, noticing as anger even would rise up in me and just allowing it to show up, allowing it to be, and then eventually watching as it passed. Um, In some other moments, it was also about actually allowing my body to move and almost shake, which is just kind of what felt right. It felt almost necessary because so much energy was moving. It was like my body needed to move with it to help it along. And then there's what happened on the other side of all of that purging. So every day of the retreat was totally immersive. We'd start no later than 6.30 in the morning, depending on the day. And then we'd go all day with some breaks, you know, interspersed throughout, but we wouldn't stop until about 7.30 in the evening. And there's just something about being engaged all day like that. Um, By the afternoons, for me at least, there was just this felt awareness that we had long since left behind whatever our baseline frequencies were, however we were used to existing throughout the course of the day. It was just abundantly clear that that was no longer our resting state. That was no longer the state of being that we were coming from. And so one afternoon in particular, I think it might've been day five, we did a walking meditation on the beach where you actually slip into trance while actively moving your body while walking. And my understanding is that Dr. Joe does this as a way of helping us to start to integrate out in the world what we've been experiencing all week with our eyes closed. And it was truly an integrative experience in honestly a way that far surpassed anything that I could have anticipated. During that meditation, I quite literally, I walked my way right into a state of consciousness that I have never in my life experienced before. In fact, the state I was in was exactly that. It was pure consciousness. And with that, it was pure love, which it turns out is our truest state of all. I felt so much love that the only part of my body that stood out to me in any kind of a notable way was just my chest and how absolutely big my heart felt. I was also acutely aware that I was connected to not just every person, but to everything. I felt like the entire universe was somehow within me and me within it. It was truly a state of bliss. All right. Well, hopefully I didn't lose you on that piece because you guys know I don't show up with a bunch of woo-woo stuff. And ultimately I'm just, um, yeah, I'm just trying to describe it in the most accurate way that I can. And that experience is truly one that will have changed me, I believe, for the rest of my life 
It was, it was that powerful, that impactful. And speaking of, of that, at the end of that meditation, I walked back um, to find my wife and a friend that we'd made. And as I walked up, they both looked at me right away and said, oh my God, you look different. Something happened to you, didn't it? And <laughs> I just shook my head to say yes, because I could not get any words out. I just felt so high on that experience that all I could do was just smile and feel and enjoy it as much as I could. And as an aside, what was really noteworthy too was that for the rest of that day, wherever we went, I noticed that people were looking over at me. My my energy, it had just become so elevated and my heart was so coherent that I had created an energetic field around me that was being felt by anybody who came close enough to me. And it, it didn't even matter that I was wearing a mask because they didn't need to see my face to see my smiling face in order to feel it. So there you have it. These are the parts of my experience that I was able to put words to. So I hope that you found it helpful and that I was able to adequately shine some light on how truly powerful we are and can learn to become. This is the Your New Frequency podcast with Christina Furia. Thank you for listening. 